0: And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on production, Chris Revers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your
1: mayor, Joe Sushirini.
2: Well, to the dismay of my crew, I've I just postulated whether uh, Casey Hathaway, the three-year-old lost in North Carolina, who says he was comforted by a bear, might it have been plausible that he was comforted by some sort of Sasquatch or Bigfoot figure? We have reached uh, Sheriff McFadden, David McFadden, in uh, let me get the county correct. Uh, Craven. Craven County, North Carolina. I think New Bern is the nearest town. Uh, Sheriff, are you with us? Yes, sir,
3: Joe.
2: I'm right here. I, uh, Sheriff, I, I, what, what are you to make of the idea that the uh, gratefully uh, found Casey Hathaway says he was comforted by a bear for three days? Have you had any thoughts about that?
3: Well, I believe that story. I heard, pardon, uh, Joe, you caught me at uh, Bonnie's Cafe and have a little lunch.
2: All right. I, I I didn't think you would work food into this, but
3: I, I, I do you There's find
2: little it, do you find it plausible that a bear took care of the child?
3: Um I have a doubt it was a, a bear.
2: Do you think it could have been a Bigfoot? Let's just cut to the chase. Bigfoot? Mm-hmm.
3: A, a Bigfoot run around North Carolina? That's right. I was possibility, but I don't I'm not, I don't I would not rush the judgment there, Joe. Not That's rushing factors that in North Carolina would present for um, uh, someone to keep coming to this little boy, Casey.
2: I'm not uh, rushing to judgment, Sheriff. I'm, I'm merely wondering if you've thought of that, and will you do some DNA testing to determine that?
3: I, I don't know how uh, up-to-date we are on our DNA testing there in North Carolina.
2: You're uh, as up to date as any other state, you moron.
3: <laughs> well, we haven't done it too right off. We don't lose don't, these three year old boys in the that. in the thick brush. Pardon? Uh, the Bigfoot theory. Uh, you know, we are uh, the, uh, the the unofficial capital of the Bigfoot down in the North Carolina area. Right. And uh, it's a possibility. I think more than likely it's um, probably one of them shiners upstairs. He might have a little overgrown uh-huh. hair, uh, uh-huh. bad teeth. Uh, maybe uh, zero manners,
1: Colonel. I was about to bring major, this, I think it's major. Uh, major, Ma- major, Major, yes, C- it's Colonel, Major, major General. Please, I was about to bring this up with you because I watch a lot of these programs and these shiners. You know, there's some snaggletooth going on there, and the long hair and the unkempt look, and they're crawling way back up in the hills. Uh, and it was my it was my contention that a shiner took care of the kid.
3: I think that could be quite a possibility. Cause that, you know, right there, uh, they're lonesome. Yeah. Well, I ain't the, say three-year-old boy, That's, they're, uh, they're on the, mentally, they're on the same level, so they're probably talking about uh, bugs and berries and, uh, you know, uh, trying to figure out how the hell to get this boy home.
1: Right, and 20 degrees is pretty cold for, uh, how old was this young man? Three, three years, years old. Three years old,
3: Casey's three years old, but he didn't have no long john.
1: Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah,
3: he, he, he's, he's dressed in a little t-shirt and uh, pants, but it wasn't, uh... 20 degrees when you're out in the woods are pretty bad.
2: Well, yeah, I'm I'm sure you're very grateful and you did it some hard work there. You're to be congratulated. I just was uh I was just curious if you even factor in the idea that that might have been something we just don't understand.
3: Our Bigfoot's pretty tough to capture. We had uh, we had drones, we had uh, uh helicopters, choppers. That's uh, true. Using the infrared. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see no outline of no Bigfoot critter.
1: Mhm. Huh. Well, you didn't see the outline of anybody.
3: That's right. That's why we couldn't find him.
1: No stills? Your brother-in-law still making shine?
3: <laughs> oh, we got all the shine business once I got into a, a sheriff's office.
1: Oh, you're out of that. All
3: well, right. officially. All right. Well, there, uh, up there, uh, in, the, in, the, in them hills there, uh, underneath that brush, you got a couple of cottages, and there's still some uh, old-school shiners that are... Uh, uh, shall we say, still in business. Yeah, well, and
1: some of those guys haven't uh, known a woman's touch for a year uh, yonder on uh, 30, 40 years, right?
3: They've done gone lonely for quite some time. Right. Well,
2: that makes it right. all the uh, more fortunate this child was found safe and sound. And again, uh, you're to be congratulated. I can see I'm going to get nowhere uh, with my theory with you or, or anyone. Yeah, I, yeah, I now the reg- I regret that I've even had the theory now.
3: I don't even know how you DNA test a Bigfoot. Well, you just uh, run the hair under a to. microscope. Well, don't Sheriff. you
1: have, uh, Sheriff, you, you, you've got to find some scat or something. Do you ever find their remains?
3: Well, uh, uh, Bigfoot, he is a, a creature that is very, um, what is he? Uh, Elusive. Deceitful. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So He's been pulling he, us for years.
1: So he picks up and disposes of his own scat.
3: He must have a grinder or something somewhere because I, we never find any, you know, raccoon's tail.
2: Right, right. <laughs> Well, Sheriff, uh, you, you haven't been much of a help, but I appreciate you taking time from your lunch.
3: Well, uh, I appreciate that. I'm almost done. The apple pie is coming just out of the mold. But I, I will tell you this. I, we're just happy we found this boy.
2: I agree. That's fantastic. Sometimes.
3: Ain't no bigfoot no big going to take care of him. Pardon? Ain't no bigfoot going to take care of him. Well, who
2: took care of him then? He said a bear did.
3: Must have been a very nice bear with very North Carolina manners.
2: <laughs> well, I guess, you where, guess... Are you. where are you at? St. Paul, Minnesota.
3: Oh, was cold up there. Colder right. than a
1: well digger's uh,
2: hindsight. It's very cold here,
3: Sheriff. Good Lord, has got the freezer door open on you today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Colonel,
2: Colonel you know it's I a talk. major, That's Kenny. Day, uh, major. You, you got a second.
3: The other day there was a, a cartoon on Facebook. And the cartoon had uh, God was sitting in his, uh, his easy chair, Yeah, his lazy ball recliner, and behind him was one of his angels. You could tell by that little circle across the head. And the uh, the angels at the ice box. Okay. And he looks at our good Lord and says, uh, "Lord, what's in the freezer?" And the Lord says, "Minnesota."
1: <laughs> General, it's been fun talking to you. It's Colonel. Major, it's major. Major, major.
3: major. Colonel, Colonel, Colonel major. Sheriff. Uh, yeah, Colonel. Speaking of popcorn, Colonels, uh, I'm going to have my pie now, boys. I'll talk to you later. Hey, let me know if you uh, if you if I further that theory, I'm Bigfoot. Right. I'll I'll write down and get on talking to you.
2: All
4: right. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Bye. Goodbye now. Thank you very much. I do have a question for you, Joe. Yeah. How would they know what Bigfoot DNA is? Because there's no such thing that exists. Great point, Johnny.
2: Because if it wasn't any DNA
4: that they knew. Like bear or human or any other animal. No,
2: seriously. So you'd have
4: to assume that uh, if it's a DNA they don't know that it's a Bigfoot or something we don't know about. Well, John, yeah. As long as you want to be so FYI about it, <laughs> uh, what
2: I would counter with is if they get an unknown DNA, doesn't that play well into my theory?
1: Yes, well, very much so. All right. Yeah. Well, well, that would be Bigfoot DNA. Look who just wandered in. While you were out there trying to get a hold of him, he actually called us, you dummy. Yeah. He did? Well, yeah. What is with you?
5: His line was busy. I couldn't get through. Well, 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 that's whenever whenever something
1: important him. happens on this
0: broadcast you you leave the room why positive. was he having lunch at 215 in the afternoon oh,
5: yeah. uh, well, it's eastern time You're there 315 sure, do whatever you want. <laughs> he's probably been oh i didn't hear the interview so i wouldn't know
1: such actually right. insulted him once <laughs> yeah. what do you say call him a dummy or him something a moron. Well, was he helpful
0: <laughs> Was it a good I lunch didn't to call mean.
2: I don't mean McFadden was a moron. I meant you were. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. for leaving
5: to go and... That's okay. right. That's I, got right. That's okay. right. Okay. I got you. That's okay. right. I got you.
1: It reminds me of, like, say, uh, Batman, or, or Clark Kent always misses the porn. <laughs> yes. or... Always shows up no. after you know what the I, mystery you know is what i got a better I find reference. It,
2: you know what I find interesting? I find interesting that... Uh, you know, I'm a man of curiosity. Curiosity, uh-huh, sure. What? What? And and I Ooh. often I often feel that I'm surrounded by the incurious. And, and mm. uh, I I think yeah. it's very interesting. Isn't it uncurious? Whatever. Uh, it's up. close enough. I'm not uh, curious. I'm enough to I'm, know. I'm I'm interested in the idea that you have a three year old. I'm being deadly serious. Okay. Yes. here. You got a three year old missing child in terrible weather by North Carolina standards. Not by our standards. Hell, we'd be. We'd happy that. To, be happy to have 20 degrees. He survives, and he says he had a friend. And he described the friend as a bear. I'm just curious enough about life in general to think, well, I wonder what that might have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonder what that might have been. Yeah. And you can't tell me <laughs> that his people... And the sheriff, if we could ever reach the real one, right? You can't tell what? me. Wait, what you can't tell me that they haven't also thought that.
1: Um, I, I think the I think the colonel or the general, whoever the hell he was, I think he was right. I think it was a Shine guy.
5: I think it was. A I shine don't think guy. it was
2: a Shine guy. And if it was, the kid was pretty damn lucky.
5: Okay, here's what I think is: yes, they have entertained that uh, idea or potential, but they don't want to be made fools of. So they're not pursuing it because you came I'm, back I, fine. And I'm unafraid of being made a fool <laughs> of. Yeah,
0: well, we not, I guess
1: that's <laughs> clearly right. exhibited for yeah, yeah. because we mock that part of the country just by
5: happenstance, right? And that what does yeah. that do? It only uh, it enhances or adds to that and stereotype. I spent a
2: lot yeah. of time in North Carolina, and I love it. You see any shiners? I love it. I love the roads. I love the tall trees. I love everything about it. It's a you go into that triangle: Raleigh, Durham, uh, Chapel Hill. That's some of the
1: three teeth per trailer park.
2: No, oh no, that's uh, that's Duke <laughs> University of North Carolina. North Carolina. States. Uh, It's probably the best eating three towns in the country. It's just fantastic. I love it. I love it. And this isn't far from the triangle.
5: Do you agree, though, that that might be one reason as to... So they don't look silly... I think you're probably right.
2: Uh, and, and in the event that we had reached the real sheriff, it probably would have been <laughs> unlikely
0: that he would, he would have entertained my suspicion. Well, let's just say that he goes down that road. Mm-hmm. He's now on every late night talk show That's in, right. in America. You're right. You're right. You know, he's, but
2: see, I'm not afraid to go down that road because what do I have to lose? I'm sure. not going to be running for office right. again.
5: Right. Okay, then what about... Um, A three-year-old. A three-year-old I think he's lying I uh, no I hear we go what do they have uh you know Uncle Chester who uh, tell him that a bear took care of you right you know kind of totally slipped the, it, 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 it's North Carolina so they know why about why
2: would they do or that?
5: who the hell knows at this point they're uh
2: Uncle Chester didn't tell him to say tell him a bear took oh, care of
1: you listen though who uh, among us who has the biggest scamp kid here it's that little genius that's growing up in your house. What is he, 13 now?
5: Yeah, but he's not going to get lost in the woods. But
1: this sounds like something Gabe would have done when he was three. He would have gone to the basement, found a little corner, and <laughs> hid down there for three days, and then told you morons that he was out in the woods with a bear. And he's making money off it somehow.
5: <laughs> yeah. you got to make money off it somehow. It's no well, We're not oh looking boy.
1: to the obvious
2: here. I'm gonna, it's I'm... the kid, Joe. The kid's a little liar. And you know what? You know what? Because of the... F- <laughs> Just because, a of the, year old a uh, because of the because of the because of the possibility of facing ridicule, if they did prove it was Bigfoot, we'd never know it. They'll stick with bear. They'll stick with bear, right? Because they. they but they, I don't know. Uh, I'm not a real bear expert, but I'm enough of an expert to think the bear would have just said, "I got a meal."
1: No, I think the bear would have. I I do think the bear had some kind of weird uh, instincts to, to tab for. If
5: him. if it was a bear, I agree with you, Kenny. It, it may to a three year old a bear would look identical to whatever
2: sasquatch looks like.
5: But not yeah. being intimidated, Kenny read that if the bear is not afraid, I'm almost now afraid
1: of reading tomorrow's email. <laughs>
2: This kid, this kid is actually lucky
5: to be alive.
2: Yes, he is, I mean, Kenny.
1: Soaking wet, cold, tangled. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Yeah.
2: Somebody uh, kept this child warm. So,
0: how do you picture the big? This kid would have died in three days in, the, in that weather. But how do you picture the Bigfoot lair? You know, he's got the. It's it's an old yes. trailer.
5: No, it's an old trailer that's a rusted up trailer that Come somebody out left. Of like a little, like a big scamp. And
0: how's the mirror? <laughs> He's got the mirror to groom himself. Right. You know? yeah. it's, and it's cloudy. <laughs>
5: it's cloudy
0: and cracked. So he only sees blurry pictures. Right, on right, the right. he only sees blurry, blurry.
1: pictures. How, <laughs> how dumb were these uh, r- r- rescuers and searchers? A quarter of a mile away, 40 to 50 yards deep in the woods. Well, what are you, idiots? How do you not find him? Uh, because Come uh, on. he was in a... The was, Marines were helping and they couldn't find? That's true. Because maybe Bigfoot was protecting
2: the kid thinking that 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 was the enemy of the kid. And so now after three days, Big, Bigfoot would, Bigfoot's got to yes. go to a chamber of commerce meeting someplace. Right, 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 and right. he leaves the kid alone, and the kid starts piping up the next time he sees the Marines. Boom. Hey, I'm over here. He's going right. go get his real my estate license. My buddy's not here.
1: Uh, renewed. He's got to go into the city and yeah. take the test.
0: <laughs> okay. First, he's got to put his suit on. He's got to the suit. and right. trim
1: my
2: eyebrows.
5: G. L. 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 L.
2: L. 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 Uh think long and hard before you uh, demand my hide on this. Uh, I, I think that uh, it's a terribly, terribly interesting story about which we know nothing.
4: I need a bear expert. Let's come back. You know, you know what I did find, though? Got, give they me a bear sh- The sheriff there is actually a different fella. Hughes chip hughes is yeah. his name and he did a oh, television who's major interview. mcfadden chipper he's, he's the big shot oh you know. major mcfadden's the big guy right? okay. uh, they, he's uh, having uh, lunch all the tv channels talk to uh craven county sheriff chip hughes about, okay hey uh, Chippa. Uh, the, uh, thing i'm yeah. gonna pursue this okay oh uh, do you have the name of the tv
2: station uh wcti news channel 12 in new Bern, <laughs> maybe Does it say? It doesn't say. Okay, but I want to ask them if any of you people ask these people about whether the possibility of a Bigfoot exists.
4: You're going to follow this up. You know why? Fair question. Because you're not incurious. I looked it up. It's an actual word. Thank you, you, John. Anyway, the right word. Incurious?
5: Yeah. What am I? You're in, not curious you're enough. Content. You're in oh, curious. I'm uh,
4: just not curious
2: enough about anything. I
5: make a good living.
2: Are you comfortable or are you incurious?
5: <laughs> I make a good living.
2: Can I can I go home now? No, take no, a break. Not yet, take kidding. a break. I'll come back, I'll break your heart with another
1: story. Whoa.
3: Truth, justice, and the sujet.
2: This story has not received a lot of attention in this country, but it's making all of the British tabloids. The American couple that have won $26 million in in lotteries. Yeah, Are you aware of this? Because they figured out a simple mathematical formula Mm -hmm. for winning these things. They're doing nothing illegal. Jerry and Marge Selby owned a convenience store in Everett, Michigan, before they retired and got rich by winning multiple state lottery games over the next six years. Their scheme began in 2003 when Jerry, who graduated college with a degree in math, saw a brochure for a new lottery called Windfall and realized right away how to beat it. Wow. The game featured a roll-down effect which meant that if no one won the 5 million jackpot the money would be spread across those who matched either 5, 4 or 3 numbers. You got that so far? Yep. Mm-hmm. Lottery officials announced when this happened. So Jerry would buy thousands of tickets knowing that he would get a certain amount of matches, this is according to CBS. Simply put, Jerry explained that if he bought $1100 worth of tickets, he would have had at least one four-number winner which paid him a grand. He also would get uh, he would get at around 18 or 19 three-number winners, which would paid 50 so, bucks apiece, totaling 1900 so, When he tried his plan for the first time, he bought $3,600 windfall tickets and won back 6300 no Now kidding. you can interrupt.
1: So it's made clear in the rules... That this, I mean, how did he know
2: this? The next time he bought $8,000 in tickets and doubled his investment. Jerry told his wife about the winnings, and the couple began playing with hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh. Eventually, Jerry set up a corporation called GS Investment Strategies, invited friends and families to buy shares for 500 each. The windfall game later closed down in Michigan for lack of sales, so the couple began playing in Massachusetts, where the game was still being offered. GS Investment Strategies grew to 25 members, and for the next six years, they won massive amounts of money during the announced wow. roll-down weeks. No kidding. Best the thing s- about
5: it, they could write off all of their spending because that was their business. So they could write off all their charges.
2: The Selby said they would sit in a hotel and sort through tickets for 10 hours a day, 10 days in a row, playing more than $600,000 per <laughs> attempt. They did this wow. seven times a year. It's actually just basic arithmetic. It gave you the satisfaction of being successful at something that was worthwhile to, to not only us personally, but to our friends and family, Jerry Selby said. Uh, the only thing I found really remarkable is nobody else seemed to grasp it. In 2011, the Boston Globe got a tip that someone may be scamming the cash windfall game and later found that the Selby's and a group of math majors from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology were monopolizing the winnings. More than $17 million was bet by the <laughs> MIT group, earning over $3.5 million in profits before the Massachusetts state treasurer shut down the game and began an investigation which found that the chances of winning were not affected by the high-volume betting. Therefore, the Selby's did not commit a crime.
5: No, they just figured it out.
2: Uh, I'm almost done. They're... Corporation earned $26 million total, including $8 million in profit by the time they were done. The Selby said they used the money to renovate their home and pay for all the education of their six kids, 14 grandchildren, and 10 great-grandchildren. The couple recently sold their story to movie producers who plan to make a
1: film film. About their lives. Wow. Well, now I can't that.
2: pretend to get it.
1: It's math. So I don't yeah, know what I'm they not, did. I, I'm not your. I don't math know what guy. they did. But this is along the same lines as the was it Harvard or Yale? The group of kids that went out to Vegas and Nevada,
0: and started counting cards in blackjack. Yeah, but that that's how you're illegal. Well, that, no, it's not illegal. It's but not, that's how you end up six feet underground in the middle of the yeah, desert. It's
1: not illegal to count cards, but, but you don't want to do it. But when they catch you doing it, you're out the door. I don't want to do that. Then what right.
5: happened in
0: Rain Man?
1: Right, mm-hmm. right. That was a, right, right. If I understand this, and again, it's
2: math, so I shouldn't be trusted. I'm the guy who thinks Bigfoot took care of the kid. Right, <laughs> right. Street. If, if are... nobody won, whatever was in the pot was spread among all the players who had correct numbers. Yes. So they figured the more tickets we own, the more likely we are to match right. to Those. pick up a piece of whatever is distributed to the to the numbers. And they figured it out to the point where. They might bet a hundred grand to make a hundred and five grand, but now they're five grand ahead. Right, right.
5: But and they reinvested that yeah, with buying more. Yeah. If I remember
1: what you said in the story, they were doubling their their investment, weren't they? The first time he what spent thirty six and they made sixty three.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: thirty
4: six hundred.
1: Yeah. And it just went up from there.
2: He would also get at around eighteen or 19, 3 number winners, which paid fifty bucks apiece. That's nineteen hundred. When he tried his plan for the first time, he bought $3,600 of windfall tickets, and he got back 6300 The next time, he bought eight grand in tickets and nearly doubled. Then he told his
1: wife they set up the corporation, and bang, bang, boom. Where do you go to buy $3,000 worth of lottery tickets? Yeah. And don't they look askance at you?
2: That's a good question. And
1: how do you actually convince yourself to spend $3,600 right. $3, a month.
5: Well, on he must have tickets. been so
2: confident of how it worked that he didn't figure
5: he was taking a risk. Welcome to Super USA. How can I help you?
2: <laughs>
5: Let's come like back 3, with 3, John 600. Height News.
2: Let's come back with John Height News.
4: John Thank you, Joe. The unusual case of who killed 41 birds and mammals and dumped them along Minnesota Highway 23 just south of Duluth city limits has been solved turned out not to be quite as horrible as folks thought it might be at first glance. U.S. Bank Stadium. After the Duluth News Tribune reported Saturday that Minnesota Conservation Officer Jake Willis responded to a call of 41 small mammals, rodents, and multiple birds dumped into ditch along Highway 23, officials at Wildwood's Wild Animal Rehab Center in Duluth thought the specific number and variety of animals involved sounded familiar. It was the same number of deceased animals given to a volunteer to dispose of just before they were discovered January 15th by a snowplow driver. Wildwoods officials saw the article Saturday, called Willis to explain that they talked to the volunteer. He admitted he dumped the animals in the ditch. The animals should have been placed deeper in the woods on private property to be properly disposed of. The animals were brought individually to Wildwoods by the public in recent weeks after being found injured from natural issues or accidents with humans but couldn't be saved. Wildwoods is the only sanctioned wildlife rehab center north of the Twin Cities. Willis said he issued a citation to the volunteer for illegal littering with animals or animal parts, which is a specific state statute, and the volunteer has vowed not to leave dead animals in public rights of way again. Willis said the good news is the animals weren't poisoned or intentionally killed as originally thought, and he can place the animals deep into the woods where they can be eaten safely by other critters. Yeah, he's just lazy. Recycled. Yeah, yeah he's the just guy lazy. was too lazy.
5: To you said it. there's a specific law that yes. allows, uh, d- that disallows that. Is there a specific vow that he needed? Did you have his hand on a Bible? How does the vow, is there a specific <laughs> I wording? I <hereby> solemnly <laughs> right, swear for not my, to the rest of my life. Illegally
0: dispose of roadkill.
5: <laughs> and that's it. You're covered then.
0: You know what else we've learned? That driver, that worker, you know what he lacks? Curiosity.
5: Yep. <laughs> He's just, just like say, you guys. Bleep it. He was <laughs> like Newman on Seinfeld. Just throw it anywhere and <laughs> right. get exactly. rid of the mail. <laughs> <laughs>
4: A team from Wyzetta High School won a regional science bowl competition and will represent Minnesota at the national championship in suburban Washington, D.C. this spring. Wyzetta came out on top among 33 teams from 17 schools Saturday at the regional, which was held at McAllister College in St. Paul. Two teams from Minnetonka grabbed second and third. The regional featured head-to-head competition in a fast-paced question-and-answer format similar to television's Jeopardy! show. Questions covered biology, chemistry, earth and science, uh, energy, math and physics. Well, is that? roster is Jeffrey Chen, Ben Wiener, Matthew Q, Come on. Ayush Gupta, and um, St- Stephen Chen. Fellas, does this remind you of anybody's
1: kid we know who uh, cleaned up on this kind of nerd activity for the last 10 years
5: in a row? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he hasn't it hasn't
5: been changed into money yet. But I will tell you is there a picture of him Johnny cuz they should I be really skinny see. kids? Yeah. Cuz uh, somebody always takes their lunch money.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you ever heard of the term magnet fishing? No. No. A taco bell in Ocala, Florida, was evacuated Saturday after a man reportedly stumbled upon a hand grenade oh. while magnet fishing. Oh, right. And then drove it to a local Taco Bell. Because right. that's what I would do if yeah, I found it. Sure, yeah, sure, Why not? You i can... got to go to Taco Bell with this. Where Jordy knows the only thing that exploded was
1: his butt. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely recognize that it's a grenade. The man
2: was not identified by police, but he had reportedly been magnet fishing in nearby, in neighboring Oklahoma. <laughs> <Ah-ha>, <laughs> yeah. when he discovered the grenade. Right. Police said that after having arrived at the fast food restaurant, he dialed 911. It's not clear why he chose to uh, take the grenade to Taco Bell before alerting the authorities, but no one was hurt. The department said that a bomb squad with the Marion County Sheriff's Office was present to ensure everyone's safety, and they got rid of it. And,
5: uh, but magnet fishing, apparently that's a thing. Here's, okay, I pulled it up on the big screen. Can you so you have a magnet. Yeah, yeah,
1: you just drag it through the water. I figure you on. need a
5: magnet, Rook. I got that far. <laughs> well, there's special magnet.
0: So is this the same as the guy that's on the beach with the uh, with the metal detector? Is it kind of the same idea? Yes,
2: yes, yes.
0: Hmm. Exactly. I'm, okay.
2: Uh, Magnet fishing turning up relic weaponry is actually not as uncommon as you think. The BBC reported last year that bomb squads in the UK are regularly called to magnet fishing sites where people have turned up even live ammunition. One teen who spoke with the BBC about the hobby told the outlet he'd hauled in guns and even a live grenade while magnet fishing. As the BBC noted... Uh, it is for this exact reason that the hobby can be dangerous. I'll be darned. Are the magnet
1: fishermen the same guys that go out noodling for catfish? You know what that is, right? I do. Uh, That's barehanded stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds
2: like it's just guys (laughs) who throw a magnet down there hoping to bring
4: up something. This sounds like missing a couple, two, three chromosomes to me. (laughs) I don't know. State Senator Kerry Rudd of Breezy Point, Republican House Minority Leader Kurt Dowd unveiled a bill a Tuesday that would name... The Labrador Retriever, the official dog breed of Minnesota. Huh. Why not? Named what? Raven's Law, of course, because Ron Shera. Not for Shera. Sure. Shara. Yeah, Shera's dog, Raven. Oh, Isn't that about wrong? the 10th Raven? Yeah, like Raven. they had like 15 oh, last Raven,
5: Roman numeral X. Yeah. The, the, the oh,
1: What do you got against Ron? I think I just threw my shoulder out
0: eye-rolling Shera.
4: They didn't want to pick little bacon? The, uh, From the uh, commercial? Little Bacon. The, uh, yeah, but that's Laura's dog, not oh, Ron's. Okay. The bill is meant to, quote, create a bond between dog lovers across the state, encourage donations to a partner charity that trains service dogs, and educates kids on how a bill becomes a law, according to the release. I'm the only guy that doesn't... Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm standing alone on this one. Thank you. Uh, the Labrador Retriever uh, captures, according to the statement, Minnesota's famous outdoor heritage and tradition. Have we not previously had a
5: state dog? Apparently not. This I is did it, huh? This I, is our
4: first state dog? I did check that, and I could not find any reference to a Minnesota state dog. Bijan Frise.
5: We, have we had a, uh, an emptiness, felt an emptiness without I having haven't. a state dog? I have It's never occurred I to me. I thought
4: we did before. It was up dog. No,
0: no, no, What's up dog? No. Nothing. What's up with you? Wow! Okay,
4: boy, oh boy. Um, I'm not going to make it through. <laughs> <long. laughs> <laughs> not with that kind of crap perhaps you guys uh in uh Here's in your outdoor life um, you're not thinking you're calendar. not editing here you're not editing in, in uh, my- i'm ron shara welcome to the outdoors i my- turned it into a tv kenny- show kenny said you weren't gonna do it oh, you wouldn't did it anyway i have nothing uh, against mr shara i don't he's either long time I mean. friend of mine yeah now. i like It's your problem tell me about uh, this story here maybe you guys did this in my absence i hadn't run across it and saw it this morning online uh it comes from uh, minnesota Uh, A man in Searles, is it Searles, Minnesota? Up in St. Cloud. Close enough. Reportedly told authorities he gave his ailing wife methamphetamine Mm. and they had a death party before she died. Is this a news? You guys heard this? I've not heard this. this. It gets very. uh, It's not much of a party. It it? It gets even stranger. Uh, The Mm -hmm. husband, a lot of meth involved, obviously. The husband said he did not uh, get his wife medical help because she didn't want to die in a nursing home, according to the criminal complaint. What was the age, Johnny? I'm sorry. I well, uh, the part. woman is 69. Okay, 69-year-old Deborah Lynn Johnson found dead inside her Searle's home last Thursday morning after her husband, 58-year-old Dwayne Johnson, called 911. Boy, your boy toy, huh? Responding authorities reportedly found words spray-painted on the front door, a naked Dwayne Johnson, several guns, and hundreds of rounds of ammunition. Huh. He was arrested without incident, charged with felony counts of theft, and receiving stolen property. He reported just before noon that his wife was dead in their home in the town of uh, less than 200, which is just south of New Ulm. First, New Ulm. The first Brown County Sheriff's deputy on scene observed the words, Death, Party, God, Hell. Written in red spray paint was on the Helter front or Skelter door. anywhere in the walls? It wasn't. Uh, party though is spelled P A R D E. Skelter. He spelled it wrong. Remember? Right. Yeah, well, the party is spelled P A R D E. Here, oh. so, see.
2: Uh, sometimes I'm glad I live close to the country's tallest. brain. Right. Oh. Yeah. There's,
5: there's advantages. To there are
4: sometimes. Right. It's a slim one. <laughs> so they were meth addicts anyway. The, and then the complaint says uh, Johnson at that point came out naked, he yelled that his wife was dead, ran back inside. The deputy found him in a bathtub said he was trying to cleanse little white and black things from his skin. Sure,
1: mm. yeah. yeah,
4: They can be a problem. Deborah Johnson's body was wrapped in a sheet at the top of the stairs. He told police he thought his wife had died about 8.30 that morning. He wanted to make sure she was dead before he called 911. That's why it was at noon that the police got huh. there. Uh, investigators learned from the New Ulm Medical Center that Deborah Johnson. Had, now I have to, had been in a transitional care center, but her husband removed her against medical advice.
5: But uh, that's what she wanted. That's what she yeah, that's wanted what to He do, says, even yes. though it's not legal. This
4: idiot's is probably going to walk. Uh, Dwayne Johnson allegedly told the investigator he had 47 guns, many of which were stolen, hence the uh, theft charges. Mm. Authorities found four rifles and two shotguns in the house. No, he's not walking. (laughs) They also reportedly found hundreds of rounds of ammunition of several varieties. I have a barn find story. Mm. You guys are always. A really good one? That was a really sad one. I love (laughs) barn find stories. A million dollar car collection Mm, mm, mm. heading to auction after it was unearthed in a Belgian artist's barn. Hmm. Sculptor August Thomason. Amassed a trio of classic Bugattis in the 1950s and 60s, according to French auction house Art Curial. His daughter, who spoke on condition of anonymity, told the Telegraph newspaper he had admired the brand's engineering and styling. He was such a fan of the cars that one of his works was a bust of the founder, Ettore Bugatti. A 1937 Bugatti Type 57 Cabriolet and a 1932 Bugatti Type 49 Burline formed the core of the collection. The third Bugatti, a 1929 Type 40, was involved in a minor road accident which motivated Thomason to build his own reconstructed wooded body for the vehicle. The work was never finished, but even that in-progress car is expected to get up to $207,000 when it goes on auction with the rest of the collection February 8th. Overall, the cars, including a fourth 1925 Citroen Torpedo found in the same barn, are expected to get up to uh, $1.5 million. Dollars. This guy's passed away, long gone. Where's yes. the where? Yeah. Where does the money go? Uh, he has a daughter. Who's, uh, nice arranged. So a,
2: this uh, is all legit. These weren't yes, stolen are. cars. Nope,
4: nope. He had collected them because he was just a fan of Bugattis. Huh. So oh, that's um, interesting. Kept them uh, in the barn. The Iowa law license of a former Marshalltown, Iowa prosecutor who stole a coworker's pair of underpants <laughs> has been suspended. The Iowa Supreme Court ordered the license of Benjamin Stansbury suspended indefinitely for at least one year. He pleaded guilty to misdemeanor theft and trespassing charges in the case in September 2016 after his arrest a month earlier. He paid $200 in fines and court costs and resigned from his job in the Marshall County Attorney's Office. Stansbury's arrest came after a co-worker reported finding a pair of her underwear in her driveway just after Stansbury had been alone in the woman's house. Huh? Authorities determined he entered bedroom without permission to take them. That's the end of the story, but I did this story for two reasons.
2: Well, I, I hope they're good ones. Well, I know one of them.
4: One, it's a weird kicker, of course. And the other, uh, I got it from FARC, and the header for the story said... Lawyer arrested for stealing fellow lawyers' briefs. Oh, yeah, I get it. that? <laughs> uh, so they fell out of his Kenny, pocket? He so? didn't even smile. No, at they fell
1: out of his pocket at the end of the driveway or something? Uh, either
4: that or he just decided to leave them there maybe as some sort of message. I, I don't know. I, 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 Let's go out and face that 60 below windshield, okay. shall we? Sure.
5: I'm happy that none of you guys have ever stolen my underwear your briefs. Didn't you have a pair sitting in? Billy Bob, Yeah, they're still here. They're yeah. still here. GarageLogic.com is where you want to find everything for the podcast that you need to know, the latest creations from Mr. Greg Holcomb, also what's on Joe's bookshelf, and if you'd like to rate us on Apple iTunes, we like your feedback. Apple iTunes, GarageLogic.com. We'll see you next time. It's basketball season, people. But if that six foot eight forward looks more like he's two foot eight, you might need some better seats. For great Wolf seats, check out TicketKingOnline.com. If it's here, we're the ticket.